Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Yes, hello and welcome to Talking Harness WA. My name is Robert Beaver filling in for Michael Radley. He'll be back next week. But of course, everything that you know and love about the show stays the same. Otherwise, here on SEN Track 657. Big show coming up. We'll get the latest tips for Gloucester Park from our man Bomber Hill a little bit later on in the program. We'll touch base uh, with Anthony Butt uh, and Ben Cray, of course, some tips from the Eastern States as well. But before we do any of that, uh, a bright good morning to you, Glenn Mortimer. Morning, Rob. Great to be a part of Talking Harness in WA as always. Tough night at Gloucester Park last Friday night, uh, despite oozing confidence going in. But we look forward to tonight with our man, Bomber Hill. Some great highlights from last week. A strong win by Savvy Bromack uh, for Nathan Turvey, who we'll be chatting with this morning. Brilliant drive by Dylan Edgerton Green on Tyler Brett to get it up at $31. Took on the leader, then sat behind and got up and won at 31, which was brilliant. Good to see Galactic Star back uh, to his best in the winner's circle. Perfect night to be at GP tonight. And on today's show, Nathan Turvey and Anthony Butt, which is star-studded lineup uh, as we welcome our co-host this morning, Mr. Rob Gartrell. Good morning, Rob. Morning, Glenn and Rob. Nice to be here and uh, filling in the big shoes of Michael Radley. <laughs> Very Hopefully big we can keep things on track today. So, uh, And looking forward to a big night at Gloucester Park this evening. Looking forward to steadying the ship throughout the morning. Gentlemen, now, as you mentioned, we'll be chatting to Nathan Turvey in a moment. But, of course, you are listening to SEN Track 657 and Talking Harness WA, brought to you by Tab Touch. You can better your bet with Tab Touch. Uh, Gloucester Park, of course, the home of Harness Racing. Retrovision, lowest price guarantee, and RAC members save an additional 5% every day off what are some already fantastic prices. Uh, loans 123, whether it's cars, personal travel, or commercial loans, you can call 1-800-100-100. Bayswater Mazda, because driving is better with the Bayswater Mazda. Anthony and the team out there in Bayswater doing a great job. If you need anything, just make sure you pop in there. They'll look after you. And, of course, Steel Blue, Australia's leading supplier of work boots, whatever trade you're in, they have the boots for it, built for comfort and made for work. Now, gents, uh, as we touched with off the top, uh, Nathan Turvey, we're going to be having a chat to him in a moment. Um, And part of the reason why, I suppose, is Carter Michael uh, recently bowed out of racing a winner, the son of arguably the greatest ever, Sire Better's Delight, will now stand at stud uh, before we speak to Nathan Turvey, his part owner and former trainer. Let's listen to Carter Michael's last track appearance. 
Crocodile Kid not doing anything at all. Captain Kirk battles on. The outside is destined to rule. And then Q-Town rip-roaring. I'm Spider-Man, but it's all Carter Michael. 28-7 the next quarter. Carter Michael has raced away from them. Destined to rule. Captain Kirk. Crocodile Kid is now working home. McArdle's Gem coming from the back of the field as well with a late burst. But it is in front. Uh, Carter Michael doing it well over the final stages. And what a way... That was Carter Michael's 20th win from 84 starts, uh, banking over 200 thousand in prize money as we say good morning to a part owner and of course former trainer nathan turvey good morning nathan yeah good morning guys how are we yeah good morning nathan and thanks for joining us this morning carter michael obviously a very special stable horse yeah look he um he done a really good job for us and um yeah it's good to see him go out on a on a good note yeah you um you obviously bought him from new zealand as a lightly raced three-year-old um, what what did you like in particular about him? Uh, probably just liked his build. Um, yeah, I worked the horses in quite heavy sand, and I quite like the little horses with a stocky build, which he was. So, yeah, I don't think the other part owners really liked him, but I did, so I talked him into him. Very good. His mother, actually, uh, the mayor, Nettie's Kingdom, she's produced two horses that have won over 200k um, for the owners, and... Um, I was fortunate enough to own the other one, JB's Grin. So I followed uh, Carter Michael's career for all the way through. So we've done pretty well in getting those two horses to Perth, haven't we? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't think, uh, or neither of them were very expensive horses, so they both did really good jobs. Yep. And the stud career ahead for Carter Michael, how do you think that will uh, go, considering obviously he's a better's delight? Uh, look, he probably. Like uh, Ken Davies down Albany Way found him out probably when he was going through the grades. Just said if we ever finish up with him, he'd be interested in putting him over some mares. So um, more from my point of view, it was probably just going to be a good lifestyle. And yeah, it was probably something he deserved after doing a good job on the racetrack. So um, yeah, I guess there's a lot better credentialed stallions out there. But uh, yeah, probably the point you just brought up there, he's a son of better delight and yeah, he's a nice looking little horse, so yeah, you never know. Yeah, well, let's hope his um, stud career is as strong as his racing career. He's uh, He's been a wonderful earner for the uh, the owners, and he's certainly uh, been a great horse to get round to Gloucester Park. Uh, the program, we, we tend to look back at times a little bit too, Nathan. I was, I was quite interested just to talk to you briefly about um, your earlier days and your pursuit of your AFL career. Was that, was that always a plan as a young teenager? Uh... Look, I grew up with horses, um, and I got my licence. So I think uh, pretty sure you're allowed to go for it when you're 16 back then. So yes. I went for my licence, and I'd done enough trials. And then by the time I was ready to have my first drive, I shifted to Perth to play in the Waffle. And, yeah, so I gave up on the horses for quite some time. And, um, yeah, when I look back now, I probably did it the right way. I played the sport when I could, and now, now I can't. I can, yeah, do the horses, which has probably worked out good. Now you you played with South Fremantle and then obviously got drafted in '96, I think it was, to my favourite team, Hawthorne. How did you find the experience over in Melbourne? Uh, yeah, like very different. Uh, it took a bit of getting used to, and uh, yeah, things are obviously done a lot different these days than they were back then. But um, yeah, look, I look back at it now, and well, it seems so such a long time ago. But yeah, it was a good experience. And, um, yeah, something you'll probably never forget. And probably Ken, do a few Ken, things different, but that's beauty of life. Yeah, and Ken Judge was your coach while you were there? Yeah, he was. Um, 
Yep. So we had quite a strong WA contingent at that stage. It was well, I think Judgey was an East Romano boy, and there's a few East Romano guys on the list. I was the, I was the enemy. <laughs> yes, I was going to say Judgey uh, drafting you and then coaching you, or being East Romano v South Romano is always an interesting dynamic. And then you, I believe you then went to South Australia for a season and then um, you made your way back to Perth and got involved with Grant Williams, is that correct? Uh, yeah, probably a few years after i come back to Perth. I, I played in the Waffle only for one more year and then uh, probably, I think I shifted back to Narragin for a few years and just started to double around with one or two horses and then, yeah, uh, probably getting close to when I was 28, 29, I started working with, um, I shifted back to Perth and started working with Grant. And that experience was obviously very good. Um, set you up to then obviously go out on your own in a few years after that. Yeah, well, I think I said earlier the horses were probably my number one passion. But yeah, it's a pretty cutthroat industry, and um, yeah, didn't have a lot of family backing to do it because obviously it's pretty hard yakker and hard to make a dollar. So um, yeah, when I went and worked for Grant, uh, well, I probably just told myself, yeah, give it a go and. But be realistic. If you can make it, you can. If you can't, well, go and, at least you've had a, had a go. So, yeah, still well, kicking at this stage, which is good. Fantastic. Well, Nathan, you certainly made it. Uh, you know, you've driven over 1,000 winners and over four hundred trained over 450 winners with your, your first winning drive um, on a horse by the name of uh, Showtime Chant in Williams and your first training uh, win on a horse called Jacks of Force in Bunbury. But... I guess the win um, in Ballarat uh, on a horse called Sprinter must have been fairly special for you. Yeah, probably uh, probably the highlight. I think more like it was only the heat of the derby, but I think uh, well Gary Nelson sort of he took a couple of horses over there and yeah he backed me in to, to fly over and, and drive them. Which yeah I remember on the day I was probably more nervous than my first AFL game, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, yeah. Getting the win over there was yeah, uh, it was a real kick. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. And the stable's been in some in some good form. A great win last week by uh, Savvy Bromack, who's had nine starts for three wins and two seconds uh, for yourself. Um, and you've had a great relationship with uh, Emily Savelko uh, as well, which uh, you must be very pleased with. She's a uh, she's a wonderful talent. Yeah, she is. Uh, early on, uh, when I was stable in Bell Divers, um, yeah, Owie Gilbride, who worked for Grant, used to drop her off on a Saturday morning when she was just, yeah, she would only been pretty young then and starting out. So um, she worked for me back then, and then I shifted down to Pinjarra Way, so it was too far for her to come and work. But um, yeah, I followed her sort of career the first few years and then started putting her on a couple, and then, yeah, just think she's got a lot of talent and happy to use her at this stage. You've also got um, some gallopers that you're involved in as well, Nathan. Yeah, I got my licence earlier in the year, so um, yeah, we've had had a few starters now. And how's that? How are you finding combining the two? Uh, when I first started doing the gallopers, I I probably only had about six paces, so I quite enjoyed it. Um, yeah, for what they were, they were actually they weren't going too bad. Uh, they were always around the place, and then. Yeah, we've got a heap of new paces, and now <laughs> time's probably probably a bit of an issue. So try to step their work up to see if I could get them to go any better. But yeah, being gallopers, they I've worked out they didn't really like it. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's always um, it's always difficult 
to get your time right in, in just looking after harness horses because we know it's a seven-day uh, seven event. So to throw in some gallopers as well, you, you, you must be very good at your time management, I think. Yeah, look, we're probably getting to the stage now where if they're not going to do anything, um, yeah, we've just got to move them on because the time, time is a bit, uh, precious at the moment. So, yeah, well, I think we've only got three in work of the gallopers now, whereas at one stage we had six. But, yeah, as I said, we only had six places in work for a while, whereas now we've got 14. So, um, yeah, it keeps us busy. I'm sure it does. And tonight at Gloucester Park, you've got a couple in. Uh, in race two, you've got number 10, Jack William, and... Race five, uh, you got number eight, uh, Simba Bromac, which is a obviously a pretty tough draw in that uh, race against Chicago Bull. Race two, uh, Jack Williams, some chance from the draw. It's probably not a real suitable draw for him. I like, I like most of my horses drawn ten, but probably not him. He, um, yeah, he races his best when you. Well, you probably notice him every week. He's out three wide to the breeze, and he likes getting in a bit of a war and sticks on. But yeah, from the fence. He's not a horse that's got a huge pick-up amount of speed. So, um, yeah, I'm getting used to him <laughs> earning for me every week. So, But tonight might be uh, might not be one of those weeks. Oh, well, and Simba, yeah, well, he's going to find it hard from out there. He um, he went through the grades really good and we had no issues. And I thought he... I was looking forward to him getting to open company. But then, yeah, when we sort of got there, we started bumping into a few issues. And I think... Yeah, last start he sat on Shockwave and Chicago Bull and we probably found out those two are a fair bit better than the rest, I reckon. Yes, there's no doubt there. We're uh, very lucky in WA. We're blessed with some some wonderful paces. Well, Nathan, thank you very much uh, for your time and um, it's been great talking to you. You've had a wonderful career so far and uh, good luck with your couple of chances tonight at Gloucester Park. All right, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having me on. Thank Thanks, you. Mate. Nathan Turvey joining us this morning on Talking Harness WA. Uh, we do need to head to a break. There's plenty more coming up on the other side, though. Scott Bomber Hill will take us through the card tonight at Gloucester Park and try and pick some winners for us. But before we head to the break, uh, Galactic Star bounced back to the winners list uh, and finished over the top of his two more favoured stable mates. So it was career win number 29. Uh, for the son of Better's Delight, who, it might be worth pointing out, is owned by, part-owned, I should say, by our very own Rob Gartrell. Let's hear how it happens. Galactic Star comes out wider now. Stroke of luck, can't get a run. Kiriskiro works into the clear as they corner. Around the bend, Vampiro needs to lift. He is. Leads a metre. Here's Galactic Star coming with a run out wide. Vampiro's got the lead, though, from Galactic Star. Then Stroke of Luck, Kiriskiro. It's Vampiro. Galactic Star's raced up. He's got him. Galactic Star takes the lead, draws clear. Galactic Star has won from Vampiro. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Goes through the next quarter, 27-6. Susie's Gems running a great race. So is Viva D'Amore on the inside. What are out is our Alfa Romeo. Gone Winnery Creek has no fear poking through. Then Miss Sangreal looked all over on the corner. Bal Catherine raced away from them. Susie's Gem and then came Viva D'Amore. Has no fear making ground. But Bal Catherine is going to bolt in. It's come back like a bomb. Bal Catherine well clear. Viva D'Amore runs up to Susie's Gem. Can't get past it. And Bal Catherine bolts in. Wins it well. 
Val. Second home Susie's Gemma Yes, Grin. that was Val. Catherine uh, making a great return to racing, leading all the way. Uh, she will play a big part in the upcoming feature mares races. Um, if that first up race is anything to go by and a fantastic call. It uh, might add. I love a bit of uh, bit of pizzazz, a bit of flair on the passion. call. A bit of passion on the call as well. Uh, now it is, of course, that time of the week where we check in with our man Scott Bomber-Hill to preview the card for the night at Gloucester Park. Good morning to you, Bomber. Good morning, Rob. How are you, mate? Very, very well. Uh, of course, Glenn Mortimer, Rob Gartrell with me this morning as well. Now we're going to take a look at, uh, as always, four races. Uh, that we're going to start... Tonight at Gloucester Park, of course, with race one. It is the Etch Coatings MS Pace. Uh, taking a look at the odds with Tab Touch Bolter, of course, with Gary Hall Jr. on board. That is a favourite at $1.90. The Kraken with Aiden DeCampo at $3.90. Alta Intrigue at $5. Anvil Rollover is at 10 along with the last Parisian. Uh, and all $10 and up for the rest. What are you thinking in this one, Bomber? Yeah, a bit like the balance of the night. A bit of a tricky night tonight, but I uh, found one here, I think, at a bit of place value in the last Parisian. Uh, I think Bolter leads from the inside and the horse on his back, American Rock, he can be a little bit sluggish, particularly from second row draws. And at this mile start, it's pretty hard to hold up from the inside. But um, the last Parisian should be able to just about make enough room to drop in behind Bolter. And uh, from there, he'll never lose the leader's helmet. And... Uh, you know, he's capable of running mid-56 halves, which he showed a couple of starts back behind Roman Hart, who I expect to win later in the card. So looks a nice place bet to kick off. Nice place bet. The uh, Looking at uh, the last word, brought to, you, brought to us by uh, Tim Walker from Tab Radio, of course. Gary Hall Jr. on Bolter said leads and wins, according to the trainer. Uh, in the last Parisian, um, Ross Oliveri didn't race last week. He's fresh enough to run some sort of race. So it Place bet looks a great opportunity there for the listeners. So what's the staking plan here, Bomber? Yeah, he's a two-unit place bet. It's a good lead from Michael Young. He's a great judge. And, uh, yeah, I think Boulder can take us all the way to the line here. That'll be a great start. Excellent start. And then we move on to uh, race two. We certainly do. Taking a look at uh, the second race at Gloucester Park tonight, the Villies Family Bakery MS Pace. Uh, taking a look at the odds in this one, thanks to our friends over at Tab Touch. Armour Indy is heavy favourite. That's a dollar fifty-five. The next line of betting starts at six dollars. That is better start dreaming. Lindsay Harper on board with that one. And then we start moving into double figure odds. So we've got Q Town Rip Roaring at twelve dollars, along with I'm Rock and Roll Magic. Uh, Jack William driven by Emily Savalco at thirteen dollars. The rest all upwards from their bomber. Yeah, another good place value bet here. I think in uh, I'm Rock and Roll Magic uh, gets a lovely run through behind what looks to be the probable leader in Armour Indy. Um, she'll have a little bit of a challenge from McArdle's Gem and Better Start Dreaming. And I think, uh, yeah, a bit of early pressure there and even some mid-race pressure from Better Start Dreaming uh, possibly gives I'm Rock and Roll Magic a nice run uh, midfield. You know, if they do happen to slacken the pace off, he's got options. She can go around to the breeze because uh, pretty strong. But... Uh, yeah, just thought he had no luck at all last start. Didn't get out at any point. Hit the line quite strongly. Quite capable of running, you know, a 57 half off the track here. And, uh, yeah, thought around that sort of 252-60 mark, the place looked a nice chance. Yeah, the, the uh, start will be fairly important here. 
Uh, Mike Reid uh, on Armour Indy, if we led, we would keep it. She'll be hard to beat. Um, Maddie Scott said, hold up last week. We'll make the most of the one draw. And uh, Lindsay Harper, of course, if we'd drawn well, we would have led and won. Uh, work forward to the breeds. So, uh, in his opinion, the speed needs to be on. So, there could be some speed in this race, um, which hopefully we'll see our pick uh, come home uh, and fill a place. So, what's the what's the staking plan here then, Bomber, for race number two? Yeah, another two-unit place bet. I think, uh, yeah, gets a, gets a nice run off. Yeah, what looks to be a solid temper. Good stuff. So, a couple of, a couple of solid place bets uh, there to kick the evening off. We normally... Uh, win bets, but like you said, tonight's a bit of a tricky night, so um, a couple of place bets there to kick off and um, get the punters off to a good start. Looking forward to it, Bomber. Just repeat those tips for anyone who's missed them. Race one at Gloucester Park tonight. Who are we going with? Number two, the last Parisian two-unit place. And then, of course, in race two? Uh, number 11, I'm Rock and Roll Magic, also two-unit place. Looking forward to that. Uh, we'll be back with Bomber Hill in a moment. Uh, but before we head to the break, uh, Perfect Major uh, could not have been more impressive winning the Group 3 Pro Chevalier on Friday night. Uh, had to do it the hard way as well, sitting way outside the leader. Let's hear how that race unfolded. Around the turn, euphoric moment in front. On the outside, perfect major running a great race clear. A Volta Intrigue and then Diamond Life dropping off. Euphoric moment in front. Perfect major is after euphoric moment, then Alter Intrigue. Perfect major, euphoric moment. Nose for nose. Perfect major takes the lead. A massive performance. Perfect major chalks up the hat trick and wins the project. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. In the centre, Ideal Investment. Quick stride about to come four wide, looking dangerous. Off the back in 29.5. There you go, leads Alterette. Here comes Quick Stride, though. From the back, Henwood Bay. Boxing on Dominate the Dojo. No run, Marky Sard. There you go, grabbed by Quick Stride. In the centre, Alterette, but Quick Stride takes the lead. From there you go, battling away willingly. Then in the centre, Alterette, but Quick Stride had the perfect run and makes them pay. Wins. From there you go, Alterette. Welcome back to Talking Harness WA. Rob Beaver, Glenn Mortimer and Rob Gartrell with you this morning. That was a quick stride, uh, producing a trademark powerful finish to prove too strong for his rivals last week. Uh, he goes around in race three at Gloucester Park tonight and we'll break down that race right now with our guest, Scott Bomber-Hill. Uh, Bomber looking at the odds, thanks to our good friends over at Tab Touch. Uh, quick stride we just mentioned $21. The favourite in this one is Roman Art, driven by Chris Voker. That's at $1.70 with our friends over at Tab Touch. Roman Aviator at $5.50. Vivier Damore is at seven. Grand Chico at nine fifty, along with American Delight. Uh, the rest all double figures and up. Who are you liking in this one? Yeah, well, as I touched on earlier, it's a bit of a tricky night to uh, try and find some value, but the next two are the two that I thought just lead and win tonight. So we'll, we'll mouldy them up in a double. And the first of those, obviously, is race three, number one, Roman Art. Um, he almost led Lord, or almost held Lord Roscoe here in the front straight last time, which is, you know, nearly an impossible task given that horse's gate speed. So 
I don't think he'll have any trouble holding, you know, his only challenger here tonight in Roman Aviator, who begins well, but but not brilliantly. And, and from that back straight start, it's pretty hard to cross, you know, the pole marker when you're drawn three. Um, Roman Art, just, yeah, impeccable record in front, really. He's had uh, seven starts when leading, six wins in a second. Um, just running home in really quick halves against um, Lord Roscoe there last time when he just never got out. And then he ran a 56-7 on his own when hardly asked for an effort to start before to win. So, yeah, I think really like this horse going forward. He's just continuing to improve, and I think he just leads and wins tonight. Very, very keen. Yeah, if you can almost beat Lord Roscoe out of the gate, uh, shows you've got excellent gate speed. Chris Folk uh, said in uh, the last word, thanks to Timmy Walker at um, Tab Radio, excellent draw, will lead and take some catching, solid chance. And Aldo Cordoparsi on Roman Aviator, will run the gate and be positive. So there could be a bit of uh, early speed. Uh, Senior said he needs the race run upside down. So, yeah, who knows? But I'm with you on this one, Bomber. I think he's going to be extremely hard to beat uh, Roman Art there from the pole. So he's the first leg of our multi. And then we head into race four to find the second leg. And Rob has got the market up there for us. We certainly do. That is the Retrovision MS Pacer looking at the odds. Thanks to Tab Touch. Better be Oscar with Aidan DeCampo, $1.85 favourite. Patrick the Piranha at $3. Stroke of Luck at $6. Always an honour at 14 Has no fear. Will be at $19. Jimmy Mack at 20 Al Perkins, 21 Talker up 51 and Rosie's ideal at $51 as well, Bomber. Yeah, so we're with another leader here in uh, Better Be Oscar from the pole. Another horse that just has an imposing record when leading. Uh, Ten attempts, eight wins, two placings. Uh, Sat behind the leader last time. Uh, They ran home. I actually clocked him personally running his last up in better than 55, which is, you know, only the real good ones do that. And uh, he's third up tonight. Looks cherry ripe. yeah, just think he gets to, gets to dictate in front and then uh, if he can repeat anything near that 55 last half, it's impossible to get around him. Nice field though, Bomber. Only a small field of nine, so right across the front with Patrick, uh, normally a very quick beginner, but uh, over the 2,500 and drawn nine, you would imagine that uh, Colin Brown will look for a sit there. Stroke of luck um, uh, has, a, has always been a dangerous horse. You've got Talker up who will go forward, has no fear looking for a sit so really good race um better be oscar i'm with you at a dollar 85 when we bundle those up uh from race three number one roman art into race four number one better be oscar what do we get for that bomber uh early on we were looking at around the 340 i think we're just a touch less than that now they've both shortened up just just a little bit so still around that 320 mark and in terms of stake uh, what's the, the staking plan for this then? I think I'm really, really confident they both win. I think we, you know, they'd probably be, if we got better than $2 each of them, we'd be having three units on each of them. So I think we just um, take a five-unit double, um, which, you know, looks at looking at a sort of 10-unit profit or thereabouts, maybe a touch more if, if they both win. So. No, that's a, uh, a nice, confident bet there in the retrovision pace, uh, that race four there. So look forward to that. A four, uh, Sorry, a five-unit bet. Race three, number one, Roman Art into race four, number one, better be Oscar. Just looking ahead to uh, race five, one of the main events on the, the program, the Howard Porter Memorial, which is a group three, and we see Chicago Bull 
and Shockwave back doing battle again over the 21.30. Interesting runner, Jack Farthing, going to get a nice run up behind the leader. How do you see this Chicago Bull just leads and wins, Bomber? I think so. I'm really looking forward to the night that uh, Shockwave draws inside him and I think we're going to see something really, really special again. But at the moment, he's at the peak of his powers, the bull, and impossible to see anything sitting outside him and beating it. Yeah, it would certainly appear that way. Poor old Shockwave uh, just always seems to draw outside him, which uh, makes it very, very tough when you've got a horse like Chicago Bull in good form. Jack Farthing uh, will be an interesting uh, runner in this race, Bomber. They'll be looking to get a good showing as they head towards the uh, the main races coming up. Some chance for a place, do you think, there, Bomber? Absolutely. Oh, I think he he probably runs second. Uh, he, Yeah, there, there won't be a lot of pressure on the bull early to hold up, so there won't be any gaps behind him. He'll, he'll hold the leaders back comfortably. And, you know, he ripped a really, really quick last half there, you know, in much easier company last time, but I'm not sure they're going to go ridiculously hard tonight. I don't think uh, Aiden will be pushing any buttons with Shockwave in the breeze, so he gets every chance to run a place from there. Yeah, no, agree. So should be a good Howard Porter Memorial. So looking forward to a big night at uh, Gloucester Park tonight. Bit of confidence there from the Bomber, but we were oozing confidence last week and we got rolled Bomber, so um, being overconfident sometimes doesn't help, but, yeah, I like, uh, I like our selections tonight, so we look forward to a great night at GP. Yeah, we, we certainly we come up empty last week, went in all guns blazing, and, uh, yeah, I got, got them all wrong. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, we'll hit back tonight, I'm sure. Due for a winner there, Bomber. Now, before we let you go, Joe Danaher to Brisbane. Are you, are you happy to see the back of him, or are you sad? No, I wish he'd have left about five years ago, Rob, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, do, so do I, Bomber. Don't worry. Uh, no worries, mate. I really yeah. appreciate your time this morning on Talking Harness. We'll chat next week. Thanks, guys. Have a great night and a good weekend. See you, Bomber. Looking forward to it, Scott Bomber Hill. Five years ago, oh, you would have missed one or two good years of Joe Dano. He hasn't had a good run of it uh, with injury for the last two or three. But, um, yeah, no, very passionate man about the Bombers, of course, yourself as well. Mort, uh, now we do need to get to a break. Anthony Butt will join us on the other side along with Ben Cray. But before we go to the break, uh, Lavra Joe, star juvenile, um, continued his great return to racing with another impressive win at Gloucester Park on Tuesday night. Let's have a listen. Armoron start in front, but Lavra Joe's digging deep now. Is about to draw up on the outside. Magnificent gets to the centre now as they corner, and then power play. But it's Lavra Joe storming up on the outside of Armour Einstein. Magnificent coming hard down the outside. Lavra Joe, Armour Einstein, magnificent. Lavra Joe, magnificent come together. Lavra Joe's in front. He's a very good young horse, and Lavra Joe races home to win two metres too. Second, magnificent. <laughs> You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. 29 1 into the straight with a tailwind and into the headwind. Breaking sweet on you and left with a good lead. Have no fear. He's out by 10, 12 metres. Maestro's running on down the outside. Sunita's strength is battling on bravely with it. Then don't care. But it's all. Have no fear. Goes on its winning way. Street starts, three wins. Look out for the red. Three starts, three wins for Have No Fear. Welcome back to Talking Harness WA. Rob Beaver, Glenn Mortimer, and Rob Gartrell with you this morning. Uh, plenty still to come. We'll get. Our man Ben Cray on the line a little bit later on. 
and we'll be hearing from Anthony Butt in just a moment. But of course, you are on SEN track. Six five seven, and uh, the program brought to you as always by Tab Touch. You can better your bet with Tab Touch. Gloucester Park, the home of Harness Racing Retrovision, lowest price guarantee. RAC members save an additional five percent every day on some already great prices, and uh, I believe more some TVs, particularly, but also air conditioners as we head into the warmer time of the year. Free delivery, free installation on some seventy-five inch and above. TVs plus the best deal on Fujitsu in Perth with an additional 5% for RAC members. So if you're not an RAC member, make sure you go and do that and, of course, jump into your local Retrovision. I know a 75-inch TV would look very nice in my living room, Mort, so I might have to have a chat to you after the program. Uh, loans 123, of course, cars, personal travel and commercial loans, 1-800-100-100. The nude nut, of course, out there. Oh, Steve Sell. If Steve Sell can't sort you, well, then... I don't know. He is just a, he is, he is, he's a great man, the nude nut, and he can certainly help you with all of your finance needs. So, as you said, 1-800-100-100, loans one, two, three. Uh, Bayswater Mazda, driving is better with Bayswater Mazda. If you are in the market for a new car, any car, make sure you head out to Bayswater Mazda. Anthony and the team out there will look after you. And, of course, Steel Blue I have a dedicated uh, a range of boots for charity, uh, whether that's breast cancer, whether that's Beyond Blue, and, of course, they are Australia's leading supplier of work boots, so make sure you get into Steel Blue if you need a new pair of work boots. Now, uh, of course, we played Have No Fear to come back from the break, uh, and I mentioned we'll be having a chat to Anthony Butt on the program today, and he has been good enough to join us on the line. Good morning to you, Anthony. Yeah, good morning. Uh, morning, Anthony. Uh, welcome to the show. It's fantastic to have you as part of our show. You're one of the greatest uh, rainsmen and uh, trainers Australia has and New Zealand have produced. And it's great to have you on the, the show. Seven Hunter Cups uh, inducted into the Inter Dominion Hall of Fame. We don't have long enough to go through the list, so we're going to attend um, turn our attention to Sunday, which is the Redwood Redwood Classic Day. It's 34th running, and of course you won uh, your first one last year. It's a fairly special event, this Redwood Classic, uh, Hans, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. It's sort of a time-honoured event, and uh, you know the boys in Victoria have done a great job with this day, you know, making it an all-trotters day, and it's something that everyone looks forward to, you know, especially the people that train the trotters, and uh, no, it's, you know, really something special each year. And have we got a forecast for Sunday yet, Hans? I think it's really good. Yeah, we just looked Excellent. at the forecast this morning and I think it's going to be uh, pretty hot, actually. Yeah, so it should be good, hopefully, because it's normally run in the middle of winter and it get pretty cold there sometimes. Yes, it certainly can. We've um, obviously got a few drives on the day, but the, the two main races were the two we wanted to focus on, in particular, obviously, the Trotters um, Trotters Derby. Um, have No Fears been a revelation and, and certainly moving in the right direction? Yeah, he's, he's a lovely horse. He... Um, he won first up in New Zealand uh, quite a while back now uh, at Addington, which is pretty hard to do. And uh, then Emilio bought him after that, and he's come over. And we're sort of just taking our time with him and obviously aiming him for this carnival. But he's um, since we've been down in Victoria the last sort of three or four weeks, he's had a couple of starts and won them both really nicely. So everything's projecting nicely for Sunday. And, you know, it's a race he's been aimed for for quite some time. And Barrier 12, um, do you see that as a positive or just making it a little bit harder? Uh, it's probably a bit harder. I'd love to have drawn the front with him because he yep. seems a really good standing start horse and he's a horse who can pick up a speed really quick off a off a stand. So um, 
Yeah, it's a bit of a negative, but he he has drawn wide on the second row, which is probably a bit of a help, and he'll have a bit more room, and um, hopefully he can follow something through that begins good. So, as I said, next year I'll there's normally a few galloping, so the main thing to avoid them. And uh, your main dangers, Mexicana, Kiang, Ninja? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Mexicana's, you know, nice mare. Oh, Philly, she's done a good job in New Zealand, you know, especially the last two or three starts. So she's obviously the one to beat. She's got a bit of an awkward draw too. And, um, yeah, you know, Patty Lee's horse at uh, Jason Drys has been uh, in really tip-top form. So, But in saying that, you know, there's a lot of chances. And as I said, manners will be the key for half them probably. Yeah, totally agree, Ants. And like you said, have no fear, does step well. Uh, the last couple of runs have been full of merit. I think last started driving into a very strong headwind but was still able to win with plenty uh, in hand. And then we go to the Victoria Trotters Derby, which is also a, a Group 1, and you've got another nice horse in, in that race as well. Yeah, Elite Stride, he's, um, he's sort of been a bit of a sensation ever since he hit the track. He, he's only been beaten twice now, and, um, you know, he's won, won a few big ones last season, or, you know, this is early in the year. But, yeah, he got beaten last week, but I wasn't too disappointed. He's, um, he's a horse that has got quite aggressive in the past at different times in his races and I've sort of been working pretty hard on his manners and getting him to settle and um, I just feel I may have had him too quiet last week he uh, had him pretty blocked up with his ears and uh, things like that so he, he actually relaxed really good And um, but it was when it was time to go turn it home he sort of didn't quicken like he, he normally does so we've made a couple of gear changes and um, you know I've been saying that I couldn't be happy with him, I think the, the run over 2700 last week would have done him good his first time he's sort of stretched out for a while, and uh, his work this week's been great. So, you know, I think he'll go really good. Yeah, uh, 11 starts for nine wins, so he's very, very well-performed. But you also come up against uh, another very well-performed uh, horse by the name of uh, Pink Galaz, which has been running very well. Yeah, she's always star, isn't she? Like any any three-year-old filly that can take on the open-class ones and beat them, it's got to be something pretty special. So, you know, she's going to be hard to beat. She's got a front-row drawer and... Uh, she seems pretty adaptable. She's um, obviously very lethal off a sit, but uh, I'm sure she's good enough to make her own luck as well. So, she, you know, she's obviously definitely the one to beat. Look, we really appreciate you joining us today. Look forward to Sunday. It is, like you said, a, a very special day. Great track out there at Maryborough and to have all trot races, and in particular uh, the Redwood Classic with the, the, the clash there and then the, the uh, Trotters Derby should be a great race, uh, both of them, and... We wish you all the very best for Sunday and uh, thanks once again for joining us in Talking Harness in WA. No, thanks, boys, any time. And as I said, I always love getting to Perth and uh, can't wait till the borders open and we can get back. Anthony Butt joining us here on Talking Harness WA. Now, Mort's, um, I'd hate to take this responsibility away from you, the man with the longest introduction in show business. I'll, I'll hand it over to you. Oh, we're talking about uh, the, the, the man that needs no introduction, but he's going to get one. Exactly. Uh, is the um, our form analyst from New South Wales. He is the best in the business. Good morning, Ben Cray. How are you, boys? And, Mort, can you believe that after, I don't know, five years of us being mates, that we're both on a bloody show with people like Anthony Button, Luke McCarthy? Oh, mate, we are. We've, uh, we've come a long way. Oh, we certainly have. We've come a long way since... Uh, since I first met Ben, when he had the best, most transparent uh, tipping service in uh, in WA. So anyway, uh, BK, we need to get some winners tonight. So what have you got for us? We've got three races we're going to look at at Newcastle tonight. Get us back on track here. 
Um, <clears throat> first one is we're going to race number two, and we're going with number nine, Azure Express, uh, from the best trainer in Newcastle, Clayton Harden. We've got Grace Panella on board here, which is actually Lauren's sister. She's driving really well at the moment, had a few winners lately. This horse is um, probably a little touch of luck on the uh, on the rails there, but it's it's really going well and down in grade here to the uh, 60 class. Last week it was in an 80 class against Master Catch and sort of was poking along the pegs, three pegs there, and ran a nice fifth. <clears throat> Prior to that, it was only um, nine lengths off uh, Hazelnut in the 65 grade. Before that, it was running against Rokita at Menangle. This is miles down in class. You'd think it only made some sort of luck from that draw, and uh, it'll be very hard to beat there. That's race two. Number nine, Azure Express. <coughs> then we're going to go to race four. And I'm looking here at uh, number four, Shannon's the man around the $4 mark. Last week, big odds at 20 to 1. And it's not often that I like to step into something, you know, a fifth of the price next week. But it did it with uh, really well over the longer journey. Gate five, it led easy there. And they went 155.8 for the longer journey there. And it won by 14 metres, pulling away from them. It's obviously a bit harder here. We've got a couple of uh, horses from town, Smoky Quartz. But it might be a bit past its use by date. And Carla Clare off the back row for the uh, Strong Crow Cross Luke McCarthy Stable. No doubt, look, it's an odds-on chance in the race, one to beat. But I'm hoping Shannon's the man out in front will be the better value, uh, giving him something to chase. And over the shorter journey, he might be able to go quite quick. It has gone 53-3 before. And then we're going to go to one last race here, and that is race seven. I'm going with the first starter, first starter from New Zealand here called TikTok Pocket Watch. Uh, look, it's around 8th, 4th, 10th and 9th in New Zealand. Nothing to write home about, but that doesn't mean anything if they come over here, as we know, and into the Cameron Davies stable. He goes well in that Newcastle area. Got really good gate speed this one and had a trial here and tried to lead and just was about to cross at galloped and it made up some ground there and this is a you know a pretty uh, plain race to say the least. I went back through its runs in uh, New Zealand and it's got really good gate speed. So Josh Osborne on on the uh, in the gig there tonight, very good driver and can get them out of the gate. This might even be able to cross here from this gate and um, around the three dollars ten mark. Although it's a bit of a unknown, I'm making it my best there tonight. Thank you, BK. Great value there, $3.10 and the one before at $4. Always looking for some good value and he always finds it. So as always, BK, have a great weekend. Like you said, five years. It's been a good journey and we look forward to some winners again tonight. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Hopefully some money uh, to get us into Cup Week next week. Good man. Looking forward to that. Ben Cray there catching up with us here on Talking Harness. WA Morts, thank you for your time this morning, as always. And, of course, Rob Gartrell, thank you for coming in and filling the shoes of one Michael Radley. He'll be back next week. And that's been another edition of Talking Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.